Mr. Potter and Tabby Take the Train by Cynthia Ryland. Chapter 1 An Idea. One day, Mr. Putter and his fine cat Tabby were cooking some oatmeal when Mrs. Teaberry called. Mrs. Teaberry was Mr. Putter's friend and neighbor. I have an idea, she told Mr. Putter. As she spoke, her good dog Zeke wagged at Tabby through the window. <clears throat> Tabby and Zeke were friends and neighbors too. Mr. Putter was not sure he wanted to hear Mrs. Teaberry's idea. Some dot. Sometimes her ideas were odd and involved running fast or wearing feathers or having purple toes. But Mr. Putter always had good manners, so he asked, What is your idea, Mrs. Teaberry? Though he really didn't want to know. I think we should take a train, said Mrs. Teaberry. A train, thought Mr. Putter. Mr. Putter loved trains. When he was a boy, he rode them all the time. He loved the big windows and smooth seats and traveling backwards, but he hadn't been on a train in years. I haven't been on a train in years, he told Mrs. Seabury. Exactly, said Mrs. Seabury. Let's go tomorrow. We'll go north for two hours, then turn around and come back. Mr. Putter looked at Tabby, who was still waiting for her oatmeal. Can we bring Tabby and Zeke, Mr. Putter asked Mrs. Seabury. Of course, she said. You're sure pets are allowed, he asked. Certainly. And they can sit with us on the train, Mr. Putter asked. Of course they can, said Mrs. Teaberry. You're sure, said Mr. Putter. I'm sure, said Mrs. Teaberry. Positive, asked Mr. Putter. Positive, said Mrs. Teaberry. Pets, she declared, can go on trains. Chapter two, another idea. I'm sorry, said the ticket woman the next day. Pets can't go on trains. What? said Mrs. Steeberry. Zeke was standing beside her wearing his traveling jacket. It had lots of pockets for bones and balls and little doggy lollipops. Mr. Putter and Tabby stood beside Zeke. They didn't have traveling jackets, just a nice blue blanket for naps. Mr. Putter looked at Mrs. Steeberry. You said positive, he told her. Well, the last time I took a train, pets were allowed, said Mrs. Teaberry. When was that, asked Mr. Putter. 1938, said Mrs. Teaberry. Mr. Putter had the smile. Let's just go home, he said. We'll have some tea. We can't go home, said Mrs. Teaberry. I've brought cards and games and binoculars and banana crunchies. And Zeke's jacket is all filled up. Did you say banana crunchies? asked Mr. Putter. Mrs. Teaberry nodded. Like the kind we have on the 4th of July? asked Mr. Putter. Mrs. Teaberry nodded again. Suddenly, Mr. Putter couldn't imagine anything nicer than being on a train with Tabby and Mrs. Teaberry and Zeke eating banana crunchies. It would be the best train ride of his life. We're not getting any younger, Mr. Putter told Mrs. Teaberry. I have another idea. Chapter 3, Taking the Train. Mr. Putter and Mrs. Teaberry went home. One hour later, they went back to the station and bought their tickets. Mr. Putter looked a little different this time. This time, he had a very lumpy pack on his back. It was full of little holes, and sometimes tiny doggy lollipops fell out. Mr. Putter just stuck the lollipops back in and patted the pack on his head.
Mrs. Teaberry looked a little different too. She was wearing a smock with very big pockets full of cards and games and binoculars and banana crunchies. And she carried a picnic basket that purred. But no one could hear it except Mrs. Seabury. <clears throat> the two old friends got on the train and found seats by a big window. The train began to roll. Chug, chug, chug. Mr. Putter was so happy he thought he would burst. And for the next four hours, he and Mrs. Seabury had the train ride of their lives. Of course, the backpack decided to crawl under the seat and snore, and the picnic basket kept batting at the window shade. But Mr. Putter and Mrs. Seabury just petted them fondly and fed them banana crunchies the whole way. The end. Read the second one. You want me to read? Stir the soup. Toot the horn. Catch the cold, fly the plane. We don't like to take the door.